0: What's up, world? We're back here for another episode of Chasin' Birdies, and it is an off week, but we are on right now. What's shaking, my man? Not too much. I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked. It's an off week, but we're
1: on. and uh, I, know. I love it, dude. I'm stoked for it, because this doesn't happen very often, and uh, you came up with this idea um, to have Noah Mullins on, the West Virginia State Amateur Champion, who just won last week, um, and a fellow heard alum which i love right and um and and we had him on and it was awesome so this episode also is brought to you by lynx brewing so make sure you go check them out lynx linksbrewing.com uh i'm stoked because they just canned a whole new batch 60 cases dude. a couple kegs um so we're we're gonna be kicking those back
0: sunday dude oh, sunday man. i can't even you know you know what's funny dude i've been taking these electrolyte like hydration packets, and I really think they work. I mean, it's probably just a placebo effect, but I honestly think they work. So I figure I'll have like maybe two or three of those, and then I'll start washing them down with Jason and Birdie's Blonde Ale, cause the beer looks fresh, the weather looks great, and you know, what else am I gonna do, right? Like, we got live music, cold beer, and you. This Sunday
1: to Tuesday, Uh, The Writers' Retreat at Nemecolon. We got Jordan Reynolds, Grammy winner. Matt Stell, Colt Ford, Josh Mm -hmm. Miranda, George Burge. All the boys playing Monday night. A couple of them playing Sunday. We're going to be pegging it up. We're going to shoot some guns. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to string some guitars. It's going to be a dynamite weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you again to Nemecolon always supporting us. Uh we come up with some stupid crazy ideas that they always support us on. So it's awesome.
0: Hey man, stupidity makes the world go around. And I'm still I'm living vicariously through Noah Melons because, you know, uh, our guest today, Stay Damn champ. Um you know, I it must feel good to win. We're qualified for it. Right? I mean, you know, the thing about it is man, I was I was able to limp in to the tournament and I limped my ass right out of it, too. So it all equals itself out in the end. Um, you got that right. But you know what, But I played pretty good today. I shot 71 today. Um, far cry from the, the 92 at Royal County Downs. So we're 91. trending in the right direction. And I tell you what, I can't wait to play with you. Uh, that sounds weird, but I mean golf. Play golf with me. Yeah.
1: It's, it's going to be gonna exciting, be dude. Um, you know, a bunch of friends coming up, some friends that – don't necessarily hang out with us very often. They're coming. They got some rooms for Monday. We're, we're going to have a blast. So you'll see a lot of photos, videos, chirping, and, and all that. So it's going to be a dynamite weekend. And uh, again, we want to also thank Holderness and Born. Uh, what they sent for everyone is incredible. Every person uh, that's coming in to see us is getting a uh, polo a new pullover from them, a new Sullivan uh, quarter button down and a new vest with the Nemecone and Jason Burry's logo. It's dynamite. I can't wait to give it to these people. Um, It looks great, dude. I mean, you're going to even look good. And uh,
0: from a seven to a 10, but
1: there you go. So uh, enough, enough chit chat. Let's, let's go talk to a champion.
0: All right, my man, let's roll this bad boy over to Noah Mullins, the West Virginia, 2022 state amateur champion. As you all know by now, chase and Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to ChasinBirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's ChasinBirdies.com. And hold on and born at hbgolf.com. All right, y'all, we're back here for another episode of Chasing Birdies. And today's guest, man, he did that recently. The crown winner of the West Virginia State Amateur, Noah Mullins, my man.
2: How's it going? Thanks for having me on here. Hey,
0: man, thanks and- for being a part of this.
1: And not to mention, he's a fellow herd player too, so we got a little something in common. Now I never want to state amateur, yeah, but I did play for the Thunder and herd boys.
2: Yeah, let's go herd! I'm a huge Marshall fan, huge Marshall Good. fan. Yeah, I've been, I've, so been go, right. I've been going to every basketball and football game forever. So
1: yeah, you went to Cabell Midland, which a teammate of mine, Nathan Kinker, played at Cabell Midland
2: um, growing up,
1: and Cankersaurus. He's still kicking it, which is good to see. Um, yeah, yeah. But I got I love stories kicker. about He's that a kid. Of
2: Diane, which is so cool. Oh, yeah, I got, so.
1: I got, I got stories about that kid. We can get into that another day. <laughs> um. So let's talk a little bit before we get into your big state amateur win, which is incredible. Again, congratulations. I mean, that's
2: thank you. It, yeah, it's
1: it's awesome. It just uh, end to a good college career, right? Um, and uh, so for you, when you played at Cabell Midland. Was golf your only sport, or did you dabble with some other well, things?
2: Well, so, like, growing up in, like, middle school, I was, like, a big soccer player. So I loved soccer and basketball, and that's kind of what I did. I just played soccer and basketball. And then once I got to high school, golf and soccer was at the same time. So I kind of, like, had to make a choice what I wanted to do. And I was blessed to be a member at Guyan, So my dad would drop me off on his way to work at 7.30, and then picked me up on his way back at 6 o'clock when he left. So I just kind of fell in love with playing golf every day and going out there with I had a really good group of guys my age that we played every day. We'd go play 18 holes, go to the pool, then go back and play nine more holes. So I just enjoyed doing that. And I got to the point, I was like, soccer, you, you can't play that for the rest of your life, but but golf, right. you can play that for the rest of your life. And, and I have so many friends, a guy in, and, and it just kind of, I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, Guyan's a fun, fun little track, man. I mean, obviously,
1: I was there for four years, and that was our home course when we were there playing for the Thundering Herd. And yeah. and um, for you, whenever it came to the recruiting process, to I saw that you finished, you had a good finish, your state amateur, your senior year in high school. Where did you decide to play coming out of college? Was it? Did you think, all right, Marshall? That's the easy one for me. I'm, it's in am well,
2: blood. Well, I've always wanted to play. I always wanted to play for Marshall. I mean, growing up there at Guyane and seeing all those Marshall golfers out there all the time, like I was like, you know what, I want to play for Marshall one day. Uh, but when I finished high school, I was like, I think it's best for me to like get out of Huntington and get out of Guyane. So I actually went to a Division two school for two and a half years and then transferred back to Marshall. So I went to Southern Wesleyan down in uh, it was like right next to Clemson, South Carolina. So we. I was down there for two and a half years, and then uh, right before, uh, or right in the middle of my junior year, I transferred back to Marshall. I kind of felt like my game was good enough that I'd be able to compete and stuff at Marshall, so. so I yeah, transferred and back so,
1: there. did Matt Grobe approach you about that? Who is the head coach at Marshall? Um, did he approach you saying, "Hey, we'd love to have you back," or is that kind of something that you reach out to him? And because how well, does that whole transfer portal work for a golfer?
2: So um, before I could even talk to him or do anything, I had to enter the transfer portal. So I went and told my coach, "Hey, uh, I'm going to transfer right after our fall season ended," and um, I had I knew I was going to come back to Marshall. Like that's where I was going <clears> to <throat> go, whether I'd play golf there or not. Like I wouldn't come back home and uh play for marshall i was going to see whatever i could do like walk on or whatever because that's where i wanted to be that was my dream to play at marshall uh so once i entered the transfer portal i talked to coach grobe and he was really nice about getting me on there and met with him and i was on the team by the first day of uh spring classes so it was really cool it's
1: yeah it's a it's honestly dude huntington west virginia gets such a people don't realize how good of a little town that uh, Huntington is they Virginia, really don't man. i mean
2: so so many kids my age like leave Huntington and go somewhere else and then they end up always coming back i mean i mean you have everything here like you really do i mean you don't understand how good it is here until you leave and you see like oh my gosh the grass really isn't greener on the other side for sure yeah
1: so so i have to tell you a funny story we got a mutual friend ian patrick archer which yeah. seems to be coming up
2: on, on everything. <laughs> but,
1: uh, so when, when I was a freshman, our coach, we had, we had Fagans as our coach, Joe Fagans. He said, yep. he said, boys, he said, I, I don't want you hanging out with that Ian Patrick. Archer. He's nothing bad news. <laughs> so, so, uh, Ian always took care of the golf team. I mean, when we were at Marshall from 04 to 08, he had Black Hawk Grill. He had Good Fellas, the bars. He'd, we'd show up. He'd have bottles waiting for us. And it was like we were the football players. You know, he loved the golf team. Yeah. So we're standing on one at uh, Guy Ann, about to tee off for a qualifier. And we're all on the first tee. Fagan's stand there. And uh, there's Ian on 18. What's up,
0: boys? What's up? Let's <laughs> get it.
1: <laughs> Coach Fagan says, Shut the
2: fuck up, Ian. Go make a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I well, heard, I've heard. i heard some stories about him whenever he was younger. They're they're pretty good. But I I, oh, I, dude, I love Ian. He's awesome. I mean, he's awesome.
0: The guy doesn't – I mean, we just talked about him on the last podcast, and he was on it. I mean, he doesn't age. He's a walking cartoon character. He, he's the absolute best. Oh, he's awesome. Um, I mean, I love him. He, he – so let me ask you this: Your sister, she was at Marshall as well, correct?
2: She's she's still at Marshall. She's got uh, she's one still- more year left. Okay.
0: So it's funny, Noah, because you know, I I feel like your dad's Todd. Ta- your dad's Todd, and I met your dad and you. It was probably four years ago, in one of the end, maybe four or five. But yeah, I feel I like think we, were we played like-
2: the first two rounds at the Open together at Glade.
0: That might have been it, and that might have been it. Yeah. But I always and that was, you know, obviously in your early collegiate days um, or maybe you weren't even in college yet at that point or you were close to it. But I always thought that, you know, you had you had a great game. I mean, you carried yourself well, of course, you're mature for your age. You struck the ball well. And my point to that is this year in the state amateur, which you just won, you were behind me for the first two rounds. Yeah. And I was watching you, not on purpose or, you know, just see, watching the groups behind you, kind of see people hitting it. And, you know, I saw you the first couple of days hitting it really damn good. Yeah. And, you know, I think you, you shot 68 day one, 67 day two. Um, and after those two rounds, I'm like, man, this kid really has a chance. to win. You, you, ha- you were in great position. To take it. Now, granted, you got the guys like Pat Carter, Sam Waddell, Clarky. I mean, Cam Rome, Davey Jude, you got you got a little bit of heat coming from some of these guys as well. But, you know, when you get to that position, were you able to channel some of your past experiences to control the pressure and really be able to walk this thing in? Or, or kind of what were you thinking after round two? Well, uh, the, this the at third
2: a. round has always given me fits the last like few years because I've been I've been up there the last few years, like trying to win that tournament. And I've always just had like one bad round that just kind of like derailed me from winning. And um, honestly, still the third round, I was I was I was pretty nervous. Uh, me and Bilby were tied for the lead, and yeah, real, yeah, and teammate. And it was a really windy day out there at the Meadows course, and you know that I mean that course is tight. You got to hit a lot of good shot, like golf shots out there. The greens are always really fast, and um, I really didn't play that good. Uh, I scraped it around to shoot seventy four the third round. And then I went out and practiced for like two hours afterwards. I just like stayed on the old white putting green just hit so many putts because I felt like my tempo was a little off. I feel like I get a little quick with my putting tempo whenever I like get nervous or something. So mm-hmm. I just practiced for two hours and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling really good going into uh, the final round. And when I got out there, I was hitting balls, hitting some putts. And I was just, I, I've never felt like so calm and like I was just so focused on what I was trying to do. And you know, I wasn't nervous all day long. I mean, I wasn't nervous. Wow. It was just like I was out there playing another round of golf and and that that's attributed to Pat too. I played a lot of rounds of golf with pat carter and and having him right there too kind of kind of calm me down a little bit and he's a he's a beauty dude. I mean, he really is an awesome dude. yeah, yeah. I mean
1: we had Pat as an assistant when I was at Marshall, and um just a perspective from his side is, is really interesting, right? I mean, the guys won, what is it? 13 state amateurs or 11. Yeah. Um, either way, he's in the double digits and just to get a perspective from somebody like that, like you're saying, you felt so comfortable in that round. That's what Bob Ritella who we've had on, on here. He said that the champions feel comfortable when they're in that position. Yeah. They don't get nervous. They don't change the routine. They don't do this, that, and the other. They're comfortable within their own skin. And that final round, and you're thinking about the shot, each shot at a time, you know, one shot at a time. That's the important thing, not getting ahead, not imagining yourself uh, pouring fireball into the trophy a, a guy in. Right. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into that. But, um, the, you know, the night before, what'd you do? Did you, did you drink to take some of the nerves off? Did you go, go to sleep? Because I'll tell you this much, boys, I, I play a lot of member casts, and uh, we just get we just get. Hose the night before and that kind of takes off the, well you put you a little sleep a little early
2: when it's tournament weeks It's all focus. It's all business. I'm 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 not doing anything. I'm trying to recover. I'm trying to uh, Drink Gatorade and just get hydrated because I mean the am especially I mean it's four round tournament I, I don't play in any four round tournaments I mean all our college events are three rounds so it really is mm-hmm. like a marathon oh. and and I just want my body to be ready to go like so I can fully focus oh, makes sense. and be ready to go. And
0: and you walked. You walked. Yeah. I saw you walk. Now you had Lee Van Horn, who's a gem. Yes. What's the story? So Lee was your caddy uh, in the state amateur. And what's the story behind Lee? Was he trying to qualify for the AM and you caddied for him? Or how did that work? So, did that-
2: so last year we kind of partnered up. He lived in Lewisburg for the last two years and actually just moved back to Huntington, which is great. I'm so excited for him to be back in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what um, he said. That's awesome.
2: But, um, yeah, we just – we played golf together at in all the time. And, you know, Lee, Lee's a, Lee's a great dude. I mean, he's just a yep. 20 out of 10 dude. He's awesome. Yep, and, um, he is. So he didn't play in any tournaments all year long. And he was like, you know what? No, I really want to play in this and qualifier. Like, even if I qualify, I'm not going. I want to caddy for you because he said he had such a good time last year. But he's like, I just wanted to – just play in a tournament, just see where my game's at. So I went and caddied for him uh, during the AM qualifier, and we had a great time. Uh, he struggled a little bit, but that was his first competitive round in probably over a year and a half. So he, he just wanted to get out there and compete, and he was always going to caddy for me, uh, even if he did qualify.
0: That's cool. You know, that's the thing. You said that right there, and Jonathan and I talk about this all the time. And and he makes fun of me more than not because I out of like me – pep and brandon i probably play more competitive golf events than any of them but i'm addicted to it yeah it's combined. the bottom line i'm gonna you're gonna have to carry me off of a golf <laughs> tournament at some point in my life because i'm not gonna stop the point being is when you get into that competition that competitive mode the golf is different than when you go out and play around on a saturday afternoon or thursday evening yeah. totally different yeah. we're we're i mean and and you can do as much meditating as you'd like. You could do as much, you know, trying to stay focused. But the reality is every shot now counts. Yeah. You every can't shot, recreate
2: a, you can't recreate a tournament round. You can't. You cannot. There's, there's no way. I mean, no amount of money you can play for, like, nothing prepares you for playing a competitive round of
0: golf. And I tell you what, right now, I mean I'm hitting, I'm fighting a cut right now like no other. And I used to hit draws. But if I had to stand up on a T box number one somewhere and, and, and play in a big-time tournament, buddy, I'll tell you right now, I'd hook that thing all the way to <laughs> Texas. I mean, that some bitch would be going so far left. Um, I, you, you just, It's just different. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just different. So for you to kind of walk it in, get yourself right, win a tournament, it's impressive. I don't care on what level you're speaking of. Well, you. It's impressive.
1: I will say that – you know it's bullshit. You win, and then the Greenbrier Classic isn't there anymore.
2: Oh, no. get your well, so well. I, I need to I need to get in touch with Greg Norman. I I, I saw him out there. They they might be having that live event, and man, I, I need to sneak into that event. I think you should. That's a good.
1: That's a, i was just gonna say. So maybe we reach out to Greg Norman, get you in the live event, and. uh for 250k. Noah will play in the event. I
2: I, I think I, I think I can turn pro there and, and get my paycheck and move on with life.
0: <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth?
2: So for you at the at the um, stadium, you know, like you said, you, for people that
1: are listening, the stadium in the state of West Virginia is always at the Greenbrier. I mean, I've been part of the state of West Virginia since 2004. You know, when I started my uh, golf career at Marshall, and since then, I mean. Before then, it's always been at the Greenbrier. For you to go to such a special place, what is the, the win uh, after your college career back at Marshall University, the state amateur win do for you?
2: I mean, that's just everything. I mean, the the Greenbrier is such a special place. I mean, I love that place. Every I mean, that's my favorite event of the year. I mean, we travel all over the place. Like all these nice courses and going to the Greenbrier and playing in your stadium. I mean, that's my favorite event of the year. And that's thanks to how good the courses are up there. Both superintendents are great uh, for the Meadows and Old White and the staff there at the Greenbrier are unbelievable. They're always willing to help. And then the WVGA does a great job. They really do uh, to put on a really great event. And we're, we're really, I'm really thankful for, for everyone at the WBGA. Uh, they, they always put on a great event and and they make the players feel special. And having it at the Green is awesome. I mean, the Old White's probably the most historic course in West Virginia. And to host a state uh, tournament there, or state amateur is just really special. And to win at the Green that's that's just even more, I mean, that's so cool. I mean, I've been smiling for it's, like four days. I mean, look at your smile, bud. I mean, smile yeah. a
1: little bit, why don't
2: you? <laughs> I've been pretty happy the last few days.
1: It's good. I mean, and, and for uh, uh, I mean, there's not very many college golf teams in the state of West Virginia, but with WVU now having a golf team, Sean's done a great job over there at WVU. Um, Grove's done an incredible job at, at Marshall. I mean, Marshall's in a little bit of a pocket to where you got Ohio State, you got Akron, you got all these schools around, and he's finding a way to get it done. Where, where do you see the, the Marshall program, uh, going forward? And do you, you don't have any more eligibility, do you? No, I
2: just took my COVID year. So, um, which was actually like kind of stressful to get it. We had to sign, we had to do a big waiver and it took a couple months to even get a COVID year. So I didn't even know if I would get a fifth year of golf, um, which was good, but, uh, no, with, with Grove being the coach at Marshall, I mean, the future's so bright. I mean, you can't ask for a better guy to be the head golf coach at Marshall. I mean, he's just a phenomenal person. He knows so much about golf, and it's actually uh, we he's established himself uh, with recruiting in Columbus, Ohio. And if you look at a rock that's awesome. There's a we have tons of kids from Ohio. We have more kids from Ohio than West Virginia. Um, and all those guys go back and tell their buddies, "Hey, like Marshall's great. Guyan's great." Coach Grobe's great, and this is like a great place to be and to get better. So I, I see, I mean, Marshall's just going to keep getting better, uh, especially with us being in Sunbelt now. Might bring some more kids to Marshall, and and I, um, I'm i really looking forward to watching the Marshall golf team. I'm actually helping out. I'm going to volunteer and help out uh, this fall with the Marshall golf team. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, when, when
1: I was at Marshall, honestly, our, our team – I mean, we had Christian Brand, uh, Nathan Kanger, Chris Tipper, you know, Phil DiLorenzo. Lorenzo. I mean, we had a lot of West Virginia boys, and obviously, Sean Warren was an incredible talent. And then um, Brandon Katziff and I came. We 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 represented the Western PA. I wouldn't say well, but we represented them. <laughs> but but uh, but you know, for you now now with your college career done, and and, and you're going to help out the fall at Marshall. What's
2: What's in the cards for, for you right that's now? A great question. I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have a couple of job offers around Huntington that I'm pursuing, and uh, but my dreams to play pro golf. Like that's always what I've wanted to do. And it's kind of you're in a weird place, like because once you graduate, you're like, I mean, what do I do now? Your life, yeah. And you're like, you don't go play college golf. You don't go practice all day every day if your goal is not to be on the PGA tour. I mean, every kid. Does that. So I've had a hard time, like trying to go like want to work and get a job because I mean my whole life I've been pursuing golf and like now it's over yeah so like what are my goals now you know like do I want to stay an amateur like where where are my new goals so that's why like I'm stuck but but no I, I playing pro golf is what I want to do and I have some people uh out of in that would that have told me they would back me if I decide to do that so so it's still a possibility if I want to do that.
1: And here's the thing, the advice I'm going to give you, all right? You're young. And if that's your dream, bud, you go chase it. And you don't want to go live your life and look back and say, shit, I should have, I should have turned pro and tried it. Hey, who's to say it might not work out? It may work out. But you, you never know unless you do it. And now's the time to do it while you're young before you have a family, you have children because – uh, don't worry. You'll be working then. So, um, go go chase your dream right now. I mean, you're on chasing birdies, and we're all chasing birdies in life, on and off the course. So, I I tell you, I say go do it, bud. And chasing birdies will represent you as well while you do it. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, he he's. You said it. You said it, bud. I mean, if you got that gut gut hunch feeling, you got the game. What's what's you know, dedicate 36 months, give yourself a timeline and say this is what I'm going to do for three years. Three years is not going to kill you and give it your all and see where the, see where the, how the cookie crumbles. But regardless, you did finish college. You do have a degree. What you in finance? I got my undergrad
2: in finance and uh, with the COVID year I was able to uh, start my MBA and I have one more MBA class to finish and, and I'll finish that this yeah.
0: fall, and then I'll be uh, good to go and done with school. Well, congrats on that. But no, I mean, again, at the end of the day, you know, now is probably the time for you to to tackle that yeah. dream, or at least chase that dream, in terms of what we're yeah. saying.
1: I do have one question, if if because um, I know this is I saw all over social media from one of our buddies. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. Ian and Patrick posting videos. I mean, I saw you. I saw you. Ryan missed a putt, and then I saw your group shortly after with you. You had a birdie putt that Ian Patrick Archer is filming everybody. He's got nothing else to do that day. Um,
0: <laughs> we didn't tee off by 2 o'clock.
1: I mean, but it, it's hilarious, though. It is funny, but I did see the celebration afterwards. So I got to, well, like I said before, you know, if you win, Ian wins. He's going to be oh, there yeah. partying with you. It doesn't matter. That's why he's oh, the yeah. best. Ian Patrick Archer is, is. the best. What did it did you did you throw the trophy in the car shut the shut the um trunk and say hey we're heading to Guyane right now or did it just kind of happen what, what happened with that the celebration So
2: I mean everything was just kind of like a whirlwind and um I had all my boys at Guyane and they were following along all day they played golf that morning and they had uh, the live scoring up on their phones watching it while they were playing golf and they all called me on my way back they're like you better come to Guyane like we are all here and I show up a guy in, and there's about probably seventy five people there waiting on me, and and it was just oh a God. it was just a big old party. We had a good time. Did you
1: partake in anything or what, man? Tell me, tell us the the drink of choice. Well,
2: I, I didn't have a choice. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Mark Newfeld, <laughs> but I was there for forty five seconds, not even, and um, I set the t- trophy down. I'm there like talking to everybody. Everybody's congratulating me. And Mark Neufeld pulls out a uh, leader fireball and just dumps it in the trophy, which is just like I was like, oh my gosh, but um, but yeah, that thing was. Uh, everyone finished it off. It, it was finished. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you
0: do you get to keep like how does it work? Because I've never won anything in my life. I always I always say, hey, next year, <laughs> next year, next year. But anyways, but the um, Wendy's tour is calling you. you no, I'm just, I'm kidding. I mean, but seriously, um, do you get to keep the trophy? Yeah, or that yeah, mean? I get to keep the crystal trophy that they give you. I try, I tried to
2: take the Greenbrier trophy, but but Slack was yeah. like, "There's no way you're taking that. You're 23 years old. You are not having that thing."
0: So, uh, but I get to keep the crystal trophy, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that, that's that's man. I mean, five under. You shoot five under, win the tournament. Um, walk us through. So for y'all listening right now, No Mullins, West Virginia Am, state champion, five under par. Walk us through what happens on number 17 at the Greenbrier on the old so, white.
2: Um, hit a good drive there. That's yeah, a tough tee shot, especially under the pressure. I uh, hit a really good tee shot. had mm-hmm. um, about 260 in on my second shot, and we were kind of in between going for it, like laying up to 100 yards because it was a front right pin. And um, Lee, my caddy's like, I would hit your two iron. Just get it up there as close as you can. Uh, I don't know. It was a little downwind. I don't know if you can get it there. And I had an all right shot. I was about 30, 40 yards short of the green there. And um, I I thought that Cam had made birdie on 16 because he hit it really close. And I was like, I have to make birdie here. Like, there's no, like, if I want a chance to win, I have to make birdie here. So Lee tells me right before I hit, like, Cam didn't make birdie, so there's no pressure here. He said, just get it as close as you can. Let's make a birdie and move on. And I hit it, uh, hit the shot, and it two hopped, and then rolled in the hole. And after that, I just remember getting my car. It was just all a blur. It really was. So you chipped in on
1: 17 yeah, for, e- for eagle. Okay, and then what did I, that put you up one or two? I was up two? three at that point. Oh,
0: wow. That's all she wrote, boys. But he made 18 birdies in the whole event and one eagle. I mean, when's the last time you made fucking five birdies? I mean
2: But don't talk to I me. Mean, me too. Yeah, it I was, it was crazy. I mean Potter was working, hitting it good. I actually hit all eighteen greens the final round too. So, no way. So yeah.
1: That's a stat see that's a stat that, that a lot of people don't they don't realize how hard that is. To hit eighteen greens. I green had
2: no I mean in the final round I'm just so focused, just like picking my spots and someone came up to me like Twenty minutes after, he's like, "No, you just hit all eighteen greens." And I was like, "I think it was Ryan Pritt, the reporter." He's like, "You hit all eighteen greens," and I was like, "That's that's crazy." I had no clue. So. Wow, that's great, wow. bud. You want to clean the clubs <laughs> for me? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I've got some experience working a Guy. Uh, I think I can. I think I can handle clean your clubs for sure.
0: I've never. No, I've I'm never talking about the bridge. guy that
2: said, "Hey, you hit all eighteen greens." That's you, hey, bud. You want to <laughs> clean my clubs for me or what? But um, <laughs> but that
1: that what? that whole old White, man I, it's so oh, good it's it is though.
2: tough it's a really tough course uh it's kind of wide open off the tee you kind of hit it anywhere uh but around the greens that place just gets tough
0: i mean really i cannot agree more those greens are so yes. hard to read uh, for me i saw that i saw the one putt but yeah that that was awful you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of mad cuz i'm walking up there i just chunked the freaking wedge so i got to get up and down for four and Pizzle's in the back of five with his phone like this, and I'm like, "All right, so he's gonna film my chip, which he did, and then I'm like, now he's gonna film my putt, which was downhill eight footer breaking hard to the right, and I thought it was a little quicker than it was, and I just tapped it, it went four feet, and naturally, he gets it on video, and I'm like, I know, I knew what's happening, whatever." And then we heard the chirps, you know, a couple of our buddies are like, dude, would you just, would you just hit a bowling ball? And I'm like, whatever, bud. Well, bud, I'm playing
1: you're not, so. But
0: those greens though, Noah, I mean, for you to kind of go out there, I, I, my opinion is that the Meadows greens, I feel are a lot more, um, you can see the breaks a lot better. Uh, My opinion, but on the old white, dude, I'm like, I'm like Stevie Wonder, man. It's like, I got no clue
2: and and it's weird too uh this year the Meadows course those greens were way faster than the old ones they were and um like you said like that putt I watched david jude hit the similar putt that you did and he left it short too he left it like two feet short and i mean that that putt on five i mean I've played that i've, I've had I've had that putt before and most of the time you just touch it and it 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 might roll like all the way off off the green yeah. if you don't hit it easy enough. 'Cause it's steep. It's steep, but um
0: so what what's in the bag? What'd you win with?
2: Oh uh, so I actually just put a new stealth driver in there. Uh, my other one cracked. Mm. So I got a tailor-made stealth driver. Um got an M five three wood, uh playing with a Titleist three iron. And then I love Mizuno irons. i played Mizuno irons my whole life. Um I'm a huge fan of Mizuno irons. Uh, so I got the Mizuno irons in the bag, the JPXs and then Foki wedges, and I just got the tailor-made uh, spider putter. So, and I actually just... Switched.
0: SM9s or SM8s?
2: Uh, I got two SM8s and an SM9. So, which is the SM9? Is it the 60? That's fi- the 58. That's the one I hold out with. So, so you got to get the SM9s.
1: <laughs> All right, Aaron Dill. You hear that, bud? We got an SM9, hole-out, Greenbrier, stay-damn... Goes up three. There you go, bud. Send the guy a wedge.
2: <laughs> yeah, send me some wedges. I'd love that. Um, but no, I actually just uh, switched to a wrist lock uh, putter grip probably about a month ago. I didn't putt that well in the spring for Marshall, and I kind of wanted to change something up. And this past past month, I've been using a wrist lock and just been rolling it with it. Wow. So what is that? Is the putter longer then? Uh, so whenever... Uh, usually with the arm lock, uh, you got to get de lofted putter because you're like four so much. Um, but with the wrist lock, it kind of, it just goes to your wrist. So you don't, you don't need to de loft your putter or anything, but you do have to, I, I think I extended my putter an inch and a half just so. No, that's only. not bad. So, um,
1: yeah, that's not bad at all. But
2: yeah, yeah, I really like the wrist lock.
1: I mean, it's, um. It's incredible, man. I mean, I'm I'm so happy for you being a a Marshall guy. And I know a lot of Marshall players do win the stadium, but it's always good to see a a newer Marshall player win and and keep it rolling. I mean, I'm sure Pat Carter's been on your ass about Woodman of the World or um,
2: joining his team over there. Oh, of course. For sure. For sure.
1: He he gets all the Marshall golfers.
2: He does. He does. So, yeah, I love Pat. Pat's a great guy. I mean, he really is. Uh, He's been a great mentor for me. Uh, the past few years as well, whenever I need help with anything short game related, I can text Pat and his office is five minutes away from Guyan, and he'll be there in 30 minutes to help me out. So uh, I've, been, awesome. I've been really blessed That's with awesome. Pat and Steve Fox. Uh, Steve Fox just moved to North Carolina and I actually played golf with Steve Fox like every day for three years before he moved. So having them two, two of the best amateur golfers uh, in West Virginia right by my side, I mean... I've really learned from them, uh, not only with uh, just swing techniques, but just their mental games too. Uh, they're both freaks. They're both the most competitive people I've ever met, and and every day when we tee it up, they, they're ready to beat me
0: for sure. Yeah, no, dude, you said it. Steve Fox and Pat Carter, man, they are just legends. Um, and that's so good for you to have in your corner. And obviously that little bit of grooming probably helped you. Yeah, get for sure. Dub. For sure. 100%. For sure. Well, listen, my man, we're going to roll this into the last segment here of the show called the Tap-In segment uh, brought to everybody by Betnardi Golf. And Jonathan's just going to peel off three or four quick questions demand your quick-witted response. Probably won't catch you off guard, but uh, we'll see what he has. All right, let's
2: see it. Favorite bar in Huntington, West Virginia? Oh, you have to go with the Union. The the Marshall Golf team is there. Four times a week.
1: Herb has always, Herb's like Ian Patrick, a little older, a little more mature. Um, But he always took care of the golf team. Same thing. I mean, it's like Ian and Herb. I mean, boys, probably got, Herb golf team's going to have sanctions against them because of those two. Um, Favorite club in the bag?
2: Uh, The driver, for sure. Love the driver. Ripping it.
1: Um, and your favorite
2: college event that you've ever played in? Hmm. Probably the Mountaineer Intercollegiate up at Pete Dye. I love Pete Dye. Oh. Um, and Sean Kovich does a great job with that event, and um, and Pete Dye is such a special place. Like I've always told everybody, if there was one golf course I could play the rest of my life, it'd probably be Pete Dye. I mean that that is just a fantastic golf course, and. To have a college event there, it's it's really special to me. And the last
1: the last question: Your dream foursome at Pete Dye Golf Club ooh. can be anyone, dead or alive.
2: Ooh. Well, Ricky Fowler is my favorite golfer, so I have to go with him. Yeah. Um. Ooh, this is really tough. You got to go, Tiger Woods, don't you? I mean, he's the greatest golfer to ever play. Ooh, the fourth one. Hmm, I'll probably go DJ. I love Dustin Johnson too. So
1: I, I gotta say, I'm shocked that you didn't throw in uh, Bill Campbell, being from Guy-Anne, Him right there, the stories he has playing the Masters. The uh, so he'll ride along.
2: He will. He will. <laughs> I've I've never met Mr. Campbell, but they have a really nice room in Oh, on, really, um, yeah, dedicated to him. And uh, it was actually cool. They have like the Mr. Campbell's flag uh at the Greenbrier, and they uh the trophy ceremony was right under that the flag so that was really that special. that's awesome, wow. that was really special. That's, awesome. That's, badass. that's awesome man but yeah
0: well that's awesome man well no dude congratulations again man
2: thank you so much
0: um we can't thank you enough
1: and, and make sure you chase chase
0: them chase
1: your dreams dude honestly well thank you yeah uh you're young and, and go do it give it a shot you never know what's around the corner life's short yeah so you'll start to learn that over the next few years. Um, but
2: go chase them. Well, thank you guys so much, and thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate that. I love your guys' podcast. Always tune in. Um, so, thanks, buddy. So yeah, it was really yeah. Thanks, when you man. when you texted me to be on here, I was I was pretty pretty
0: hyped. I was looking forward to it. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah no, we, we we wanted to get you on. Being a martial guy, being a state amp champ, you know. So we 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 are happy to have you on and. Like you said earlier, it's it's a great event they put on WGA at the Greenbrier Phenomenal facilities, um, you know Brad and Slack and his whole crew. Uh, great, great people, and um, again, just congrats to you on the champ, um, and, and keep chasing. Thank you, thank you so much. All right, brother. <sighs> Man, to be able to win,
1: I mean, to win a member guest is incredible. To win your flights, incredible. To- the feeling I get is excitement. I'm drinking out of a cool car. I'm doing this and that. My man Noah is drinking out of the State Amateur Crystal Trophy. And he tried oh, no, to steal the actual Greenbrier Trophy, which I commend him yeah. on trying to do.
0: No, dude. And, and to be able to sit there on 17 at the Old White, for people out there having played the Old White at the Greenbrier, number 17 is a monster par 5. Typically, it's downwind. But the reality is there's bunkers everywhere. I don't care if you lay up or go for it. You got to hit a good shot. And, you know, to have a little wedge in there, front right pin, and and be able to cash it in for an eagle, you you hit a good chip shot. You're under pressure whether you want to believe it or not, uh, and you convert. So, you know, good for him. I'm happy to see him win, and it's good for the state. And you guys have a lot in common. I mean, I feel left out. I've never been to Huntington in my life. I think we stopped there one time driving through there. I got a hamburger at some, like—
2: Genie Ritzey's.
0: Yeah, that place.
1: Best fries, best uh, hamburgers. I'll tell you who loves GD Ritzies. Rachel Katza. My girl loves it, and uh, it is a dynamite little spot to get to get a milkshake, some fries, shoestring fries, burger. I love that place in college, dude.
0: No, no wonder why Ian Patrick is always so happy. He's living in Huntington.
1: There's two GD Ritzy's, Huntington, West Virginia, and Evansville, Indiana. I've been to both. No way, yeah, one fact. It. So fun um, fact,
0: fun fact about you is you have all hole ones in the state of
1: West Virginia. All hole ones in the state of West Virginia. I have three of them in the state of West Virginia, all with the six errands. Greenbrier, Guyan, and Pete Dye.
0: Awesome, dude. Awesome. I do.
1: I do want to say, um, you know, we lost a mutual friend this week, and Mark Bradley. The guy's a gem. Called you big sexy. Um, 52 years old Pete Dye member guy was dynamite and so prayers out to his family and him he's gonna yeah. be missed like no other um, the guy was a beauty we always stayed in touch with him through his battle and uh, unfortunately he, he lost his battle and um, it's tough dude it's tough it, it, again another thing life is short enjoy it mm-hmm. um, hang out with your friends go on trips, enjoy your friends. Life's way too short to, to uh, worry about the small shit. And uh, Mark, we're gonna miss you, buddy.
0: Yeah, amen to that, man. God rest your soul. That's the truth. So now, you know, we're here. We have this bonus episode today on Jason Birdies. Typically, this is off week. We're working for you people right now, doing extra vocal warm-ups. <laughs> we got- Bud, You got your first concert. This is your first concert since high school graduation. <laughs> It is. It is. You know, I got to get the fingers stretched out a little bit. Um, it's going to be a great time, though. And chasing uh, birdies is in full steam ahead mode, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not. But uh, we got a lot of good things on the horizon. Uh, so, as always, we appreciate the support. Uh, you want to tell the people who our, our next guest is? Our next guest is going to be the newly acquired
1: uh, Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman, Hayden Flurry. And uh we'll chat with him um about hockey, golf. Came to Ireland with the boys, had a good time, didn't have a suitcase, made out with some new gear. Uh everybody gave him stuff, Joyce's jewelry, uh Jason Birdies, Pete Dye, Linksel, all the boys gave him something. Uh he had some new uh holderness, he loved that holderness crew neck that we gave him and um it'll be a good episode the guy's a beauty blast and and i can't wait to tell you what i did to him in the the hotel room
0: yeah that is but that's awesome well listen bud i feel like uh let's turn this bad boy over great episode with noah looking ahead i got hayden flurry and we got the big party at the peak um so we better catch up on some sleep Hey, guys, thanks again for listening. Thank you to Evo and Simpler Media for putting this thing together, Rachel and Jacqueline for all y'all's social media help. We appreciate it, and we'll catch y'all on the flip side.